0: Recorded live from Portland, Oregon, it's the Transamorous Network podcast. Let's get it on. It's the Transamorous Network podcast. Podcast. (laughs) I'm
1: Perry. I'm Remy. And I'm Shannon. Hello. Welcome, welcome.
2: Welcome,
0: everybody. Glad to have you back again for yet another episode of the podcast. We're very excited because we have... A string of guests coming back to back for the last, actually for all of this month and all of next month. So we got a full playlist, which is fantastic. More Transamorous men are coming out for the show because they woof see woof. what we're doing and they're loving what we're doing courage. and they want to be part of the it. Courage the courage is flowing. They're be they're losing stress, they're losing anxiety, they're losing self um, what's that called? Self consciousness as they discover their transamory and own that stuff.
1: Which goes to prove that. Changing our stories and living authentically helps others. Right. You know what I mean. What <laughs> we're doing works. Oh, <coughs> more <backpack>. proof.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because the not only does changing your stories work, but the con the 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 the, the, s- the tension or the um, friction that occurs when you observe something negative happening that experience prompts new stories to develop. I mean, these transamorous men they have paved the w- these transamorous men who've been insecure in their transamory and trans attraction, have paved the way for this show to be in existence. Absolutely. If it wasn't for them being insecure about who they are and causing all the problems that they cause for trans women and for themselves and their families. (coughs) Going through their their chaser stages. Exactly. We wouldn't have to have a show like this.
2: Right. Right. But it is the actions of the courageous and the people who have gone and done the work that will make this show super successful.
0: That is making this show super successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, here, See, here, here.
1: what we're talking about is real.
2: It it is so let's totally. talk about our guest. We've got a
1: great guest today.
2: <coughs> yes, we, we do. We do have a Another great guest. Another wonderful trans attracted man.
0: Absolutely. His name is William. William, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, William, we're, we're catching you in a, in a strange location. Usually people are talking to us from their homes. <laughs> Where are you today?
3: I'm at the bus station getting ready to head to a talent show rehearsal.
0: All right. A
1: talent show rehearsal? What sort of talent? What you do? You sing? You dance? You boogaloo? What you do?
3: I do a lot, but um, I'm just playing my guitar for now.
2: Ooh. Oh, cool guitar. What we'll yeah, well, do me a favor. Take your phone up. Hold up a little bit up so your chin's a little higher so you're not breathing. There you there go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's much
0: that better. That way you're
2: not all up on your mic either. Don't Perfect. let it. Don't let it go down. You're good. You're good.
0: You're good. There you
2: go. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> your arm's gonna get tired. You're gonna have to switch off. Yeah,
0: you gotta switch off. So, so okay. Yeah. So you're you're so you're a musician.
3: What yes, a, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay.
2: Yeah, you got to bring some confidence with that, William. Come on, you're a
3: musician. Oh, I, had to, <laughs> I had to think about that for some reason.
0: <laughs> am I? Am I a musician? Oh yeah, I got a guitar. That's all right. So, so one of the so so William belongs to that group we were talking about in the last episode, the trans supportive brotherhood. Oh,
1: John, yeah, yeah. So yep. with Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan.
0: Yep. And he he being William uh, was talking about how we're just going to jump right into it, William, and hopefully you don't have right. any scruples because I'm going to tell it all. Um, w- <laughs> William was talking on the on this on the Facebook group about how he wants to enter into conversations with trans women that are like wholesome that talk about things that he's interested in, like his music. And he says that sometimes that the women aren't really wanting to talk about that stuff. Is that right, William?
3: No. No, oh, it's not right. I mean, yeah, it's true, but they don't want to talk about what I want to talk about.
0: Yes, William. So, what
2: do they want to talk about? Yeah, because I think we're all curious, and I think we all kind of know
3: for the most part they don't be wanting to talk at all so i'm like are are you alive (laughs) are you there you know so so what do you so let's let's
0: back up and talk a little bit about your own trans attraction how first of all i'm really curious how old are you
1: i'm I'm glad you asked i wanted
3: i am 22 (laughs) right so you're one of the younger brothers (laughs) all right
0: and how long have you known yourself to be trans attracted or trans amorous?
3: i knew since i was like 14 but like i really like the it like more towards like when i was 18 or whatever
0: so when you how how did you find out at 14
3: mm, that was a good question just like i had a weird dream like people don't believe me it's like i don't want to go into graphic but, oh no um, get graphic
0: like, william <laughs> was a if, if you want dream? to was it a sexual dream
3: and not at first, but like um, <laughs> then it got into that. I was like, "Huh, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, of course, like I went on like Google, was like trying to express my ideas, like, Hmm, "What is this?" <laughs> like trying to find like answers to the dream, like, I kind of defined, I guess, like uh, like the search criteria that I was looking for as far as like what exactly it was, because like able to tell you there's like like um much like as far as uh like information about like the lgbt community or whatever so it's just uh like what, what, what was this i was dreaming about
0: so you i'm gonna leave it yeah i'm gonna make you know some me. i'm gonna make some assumptions and just correct me if i'm wrong so you had a dream about an intimate encounter with a woman who was transgender yes was she pre or post-op okay and so that experience to you in your dream was a pleasurable experience yes when you woke up you continued to enjoy that pleasure
3: yes okay i mean i'm here right now well yeah exactly
0: <laughs> and so Case okay exactly so then so y- but you didn't know what a transgender woman was no so you the, you went and searched on google for what did you type in
1: did you do a dream search? So wait, wait, wait. I can imagine I what you typed in. I can oh, come okay. on. I can. I'm a spiritual being. <laughs> I'm a highly spiritual being in person. She is. And I believe in dreams and 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 their prophetic capabilities and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so did you search, like, the meaning of your dream first? Or did you jump right into, like... I bet I bet he jumped right in.
3: let just jumped right in. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh, okay. oh, come like on. One uh, person. I mean,
2: The man was 14, what, 14 years old? Oh, that's a good point, Come on, what's on on his mind at this point? (laughs) It's like, let's gain a higher understanding of the universe. No, no, (laughs) no. A lot of people I know. Google
3: is a great resource to find stuff like that.
1: (laughs) Would want the interpretation of the dream. 14-year-olds, you know a lot of
2: 14-year-olds looking for higher understanding and not just
1: for the... Well, again, remember? It's a combination. All right. You know a lot of really advanced 14-year-olds. Oh, yeah. You know the <laughs> communities I come from, though. So,
0: so William, you went and searched, and then you encountered, did you know what the LGBT, did you know what, did you know, did you at the time, did you no know it? what LGBT was? That's what I thought. Wow. So you went searching, and you came across these letters, and then right. you searched some more and found out, oh, there's this whole community. And That's no, pretty much. Yeah, and then the T part you was what you keyed in on.
3: I was like
2: this, this. That, that, there. I that right. like that. And did
0: you, did you, did at any time, because you're so, y- are you a millennial? You're not a millennial, are you? You're, you're. I was born in '94. What is that? Does that make him a millennial? I don't know. I, don't I think know.
1: so. Yes. Okay. If they're in Let's their go like with it teens and twenties now, right, the early twenties. Not so. teens. There's another one after millennial. Yeah. What is it? Okay. So know. then he would be a millennial.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so did you? Uh, um. As a, this is really interesting. As a millennial, did you feel, based on your exploration at that point, that you were gay? No. <laughs> interesting. What was your conclusion about your sexuality as a result of having that experience?
3: I was confused at first, but like, I just find trans women as okay. that women. It's like there's nothing gay to it. Right. Appreciate it. Appreciate
0: it. Right. <laughs> so then you start. You said you started to act. Around 18, did he say?
1: He said he started to act upon He's in 18. the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. We
1: don't have to well, refer to
2: him in third person right.
1: or ask. We can ask Yes, he said eight.
2: William. 18. William. Did you say
0: 18, William, is when you started to act?
3: Yeah, like as far as dating, like yeah. I asked like a trans woman out before, like a genetic woman, which is kind of strange. Oh, That is
2: awesome. That is not strange. That is awesome. Really Seriously. Awesome. Really
3: awesome. And yeah. did she say yes? As, yeah. Where'd you meet her? Mm, like... I just like now, like at a bus station or whatever, just like on the streets or whatever. You walked up to a trans woman you did not know and just asked her out. I love so it. We were like talking a little bit, but um, she seemed nice.
0: <laughs> Serious courage. <laughs> she
3: seemed nice. <laughs> <laughs> Serious
0: courage. His, his, nice.
1: his, his uh, experience is a little hard for you to wrap around. It is. Isn't it really what? is because <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean it's it's it, it's so far sounding a little different than your experience. It's very different. I mean, like Jonathan's experience.
0: Yes, and it's it's well, it's interesting, right? It's He's like younger. the OGS. That's exactly right. Oh jeez, Seriously, it's like <laughs> us older guys. We we our experience is much different than what you're describing. And and Remy's right. The right. Uh, the younger I guess the younger population they come into this situation. They're like, eh, normal.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he, they're coming into the situation and growing up, like, after the, some of the major, like, struggles that have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I was a gay youth advocate when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? And at the time that he was born. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so we paved, again, we paved that way. Yeah. We, we, we set it up and made LGBTQ more common to society, I think. And, you know, a lot of the people I know at, around his age are like,
0: meh. Right,
2: William. What has been your experience as far as society's reaction to your trans attraction or your trans amory? Where are you from? Um, hey, hey. My question I'll first. He's in, he's,
0: in, he's in Florida. It doesn't do that yeah. Okay. I'm sorry,
2: what was
3: the question? I'm I'm so okay. oh, so no, sorry. No, it's okay.
2: Remy interrupted, <laughs> but I'll repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what 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 have you found society's response to be as far as your trans amory or your trans trans attraction?
3: Um as far as like how do they respond? Like, what like are they friends? Dear dear friends? Yeah. Yeah, yeah friends, friends family. family. Friends, they don't really care. Family? They said they didn't care, but they're making like a like smart remarks now, like here and there. Like, oh, oh being, yeah, like, that really? Pa-
2: <laughs> yeah, that passive aggressive. Yeah. I don't have the courage to actually say what I'm thinking, so I'll say this underhanded backhanded <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, I know how that is. Yeah. That's that's obnoxious. Basically.
3: I mean. And as far as um uh, no one really cares for the most part, other than like my family
0: and all your friends. I presume are like your age.
3: Yes, around my age.
0: What do you think about so so as when you participate in conversations on the trans supportive brotherhood, where there are a lot of guys like my age or around my age? What do you think about the struggles that those guys are us guys are having compared to you and your friends who are just like meh.
3: For the most part, like meh.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like. This isn't a, such a big I deal. I was Why is it I met
1: a girl at the bus stop. Exactly. I asked her out, and she wasn't <laughs> cis. I had
0: this dream, and then I now I'm at the bus stop, and yeah. Do you think? Guys, yeah, fun of me? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're not, not making, making fun, fun of you at you. all. We're we're saying we're saying that it seems there. i I'm, I'm curious to think. I'm curious to know whether you think that guys my age, like Jonathan and Troy, are. These are two other guys in the tran- Transporter Brotherhood Facebook group. If we, if our experiences are like so old school, like because your generation doesn't really see this as a big deal.
3: Um, I would think. Well, at least for me, I can't really say as far as everyone else, as far as my curious, but I don't th- really consider it a big deal.
0: And your friends don't either. No. Yeah. Do you, do you find, this is really, now we're going to get into some right. storytelling. So he's
1: not coming up and out in a, he's coming out in a very different situation. Very different situation. than, than time mm-hmm. than others.
0: Mm-hmm. And a much s- more supportive atmosphere, it sounds like. What do you, do you um, find it easy to find trans women?
3: No. <laughs> where
0: Where do you, where do you go, what resources do you use to meet?
3: Usually like dating sites or like Facebook itself.
0: Facebook itself? Cool. I, is do you spend more time on Facebook doing it or on other dating sites? And please don't mention the dating sites.
3: Yes, yeah, so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> he already knows my troubles there. <laughs> but um as far as right now, I am talking to someone, but um usually it's just like Facebook.
0: Mm. And and I presume this per the the trans women you talk to are your around your age or they're older? She is a little bit older. She's a little <laughs> <bit older. laughs> Is it like t- 10 years older or five years older?
3: Uh, seven. Okay,
0: yeah. right in the middle, great, <clears throat> cool. So, wow, this is really interesting. So you don't have, do you have any social anxiety or inner uh, insecurity about being a trans-amorous male?
3: No. And do you? I mean, I have anxiety, but not about that. <laughs> well, yeah. so it's just a natural like anxiety it, that would occur with anybody it's like, dating. Yeah. Yes, yeah, just um, at that age, where, like stuff's kind of scary. Don't know exactly what to do in life, but that in itself doesn't scare me. It just throws me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not as far as like uh, what I like, but um, situations in life. Mm-hmm. Like I am the oldest I've ever been. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Wow, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, aren't we all?
0: <laughs> right?
3: <coughs> it's very interesting.
1: No, I, yeah, it's, it is. And I hope you don't think we are making fun of you, honey. We are not at all. We're just actually, your story is very different than the ones we've experienced very so far. Very different. And I think it's wonderful yeah,
2: to it's have a different fantastic. story. It's
0: praiseworthy. That's what we're doing. We're, we're actually, we're marveling at the difference between the, the men we've spoken to before and their experiences and your experience. It's so different. <laughs> so so interesting. So, <clears throat> are do you still date cis women too? Not really. And what what is is there was there anything significant that changed that for you? Not really. You just decided at some point, and eh, the better I experience. I mean, yeah, the better is experiences experiences, better experience. Better trans women, better and cis women. And and w- in what ways would you describe the experiences as better?
3: Um I have a long story. Here. Tell it. Tell <laughs> it. For this.
0: Yeah, we're prepared. are we prepared? Yeah. We're
3: prepared. As oh, we gonna be? Okay, like um my senior year of high school, um, there was this one cisgender this female that I really liked and um we had the same third period every day and whatever. And so like gradually we would like talk and stuff like that. She seemed cool, whatever. So around like Actually, this time, like my senior year, which is like January or whatever, I tried to ask her to like be my Valentine's or whatever, and I was also going to like um, ask her to like to prom and whatnot, but um, what happened, what ended up happening is uh, I got so nervous or whatever. So um, I still ended up doing it, but um, like after I asked her, she just like a whole bunch of like drama, as far as like, so what's like the definitive answer? And like she just told like a bunch of lies and whatnot. I'm like, could have just said no or whatever. Let like, no like let me down easy or just let me down hard. Doesn't like uh, lead me on to to suspect or uh, like what she told me was like one of her close friends in her were like um like she was a lesbian. I'm like, uh, why did you say that? It's not cool. Like lying about that. You know, just like the trust and stuff just like really hurt me and whatnot. So I guess that one bad experience would um, made me to, I guess, not really trust cisgender females like that. Catty bitches.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that that, that experience helped, because w- how old were you when, you said your senior year, right?
3: So about 17, 18. Yeah, so I was 18, yeah. Okay.
0: It's interesting, and wow, isn't that right around the time that you said you started more actively looking for trans women?
1: It's that,
0: that bitch' fault. I was just gonna say, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> how that, how how these circumstances can cause or or propel or trigger. Well,
2: what I'm having, I'm having a little bit of trouble with this because that <coughs> seems like a big leap. You know, for one, I mean, we all been hurt. That and is and true. And so, it seems like so a cis woman hurts you. That doesn't seem to be like in my mind a catalyst for being trans attracted.
0: Oh no, I'm not saying it because he but wasn't. that's kind of was what I'm hearing. Well, no, he was trans attracted at 14. Oh, that's right. So you right. just
2: said I'm done. I'm going with, with trans girls. Well, he, he yeah. yes, basically. Okay. yeah, basically. Okay.
0: And do you find do you, f- but, oh, this is very interesting. What I'm about to ask. So, so the, do you find that the trans women you interact with are different in that regard relative to the experience you had with this cis woman? Like they don't tell lies and they're they more don't open. They're honest. more open. They don't trifle. They don't create drama.
3: I mean, like, <laughs> some move them lie, but, like, for the most part, I find them pretty open.
0: Interesting. How many times have you actually been out in the f- in the physical world on a date with a tra- trans woman?
3: Mm, like, as far as lately? <laughs> or just as far as
2: Just
0: ever. in general, yeah. Like, would you say 10, 5, 20?
3: Oh, pretty two? much all the time.
0: How How many? Physic Like, counting them, how many?
3: I wouldn't know where to guess. Like, um, more than I would 20. say maybe 10, 12.
0: And you live in Florida? I got where in Florida do That's you live? Orlando. Okay. There's a isn't there a big trans community in Florida? I don't know. I don't know either. But um, I would imagine through the Latin community. Yeah, through there the is. Latin. Co- would you say that there's a large transgender community down there?
3: Uh, somewhat, yes. Uh,
0: are they, are they predominantly, uh, this is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Are they predominantly Latina?
3: Mm, surprisingly, no. Oh. Not in oh. Orlando.
0: Okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm surprised. Okay. I'm, I'm I mean, surprised.
3: there's a large percentage, but like, it's mainly like uh, African American uh, females. Oh. Really? All
0: right.
3: Yes. Do you know That's any? as far what I noticed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know any who would want to be on the show? Look, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll talk no, about that. Really. We'll talk about that after the show. Um. So, so do you date exclusively Afri- uh, African American trans women? No. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting.
2: I want. I'd like to touch on something that that you brought up that I think is a really important part, and it's that you're not just. And this is something we talk about a lot about the the trans amorous and trans attracted men that come onto the show that are really all about the anatomy. So to have like a post-op trans girlfriend would not be something they'd really be willing to entertain. But then there are men out there who specifically want to date a post-op trans woman because they find, you know, the line of thinking, the attitude, the personality to be a much better fit for them. In fact, I know a couple personally that that feel that way. So I just, you know, you don't have to go into details if you don't want, but I know that... It's important to say to sure. the community and everybody listening that it's not always about the anatomy. So don't don't make assumptions about why somebody is trans attracted and what that means about their um, their identity. Mm-hmm. So can, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, would you? I know that that's a really personal, intimate question, but does it matter to you, pre-op, post-op? Or do you find yourself, or even without that question, do you find yourself being attracted to the personality more so than with cis women?
3: Um... To be honest, uh, I do like pre op girls more, but um, as far as like a bad experience, because one of my uh, girlfriends is actually wanting to be a post op, but like she was very crazy. said <laughs> some very like spiteful things in the self of the trans community and whatnot. So like, she had deep. some
2: issues she needed to work through. Right.
3: Yes, as far as gender disorder and whatnot. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. right. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it, mm, it's interesting. God, I really want to use this example, but I I know I shouldn't. So uh, I'm going to say it more generally. <clears throat> there are there are trans women out there who are pre-op and are happy happily pre-op. The majority
2: are, in fact, that's something most people don't know. The majority of trans women are pre-op and have no desire to be post-op.
0: What? According to who?
2: All the studies I've read. That's really? Cool. She's <laughs> well, one with all the facts. And I figures. know. That's I I'm never. just
0: surprised because the. It's,
2: and it's very high it's something like an <coughs> 80 90% range
0: jesus yeah because the prevailing the prevailing st- i know the prevailing story that i've heard that i hear especially from trans women especially from activist trans women is that the opposite that the majority of trans women are are in it to lose it? They're not wanting to keep I that thing. I think
1: that goes into stereotypes that that <laughs> we have. You know that all trans women have severe body dysphoria, yeah. and you know that they all not want the case. they all want to become. Uh, they all want, to want a be Yeah, yeah.
2: Which is not the case. And there's also an argument to be made there that a lot of trans women feel that to be whole, they have to, even though they might be perfectly comfortable in the skin they're in. But they feel the societal obligation. Pressure. I think ah. that has a lot to do with age, and the society they grew up in, and what it means to be a man ah. and what it means to be a woman. Where now, especially in Williams, uh, you know, demographic age-wise, the, that those those boundaries are being moved and blurred, and it's all about the spectrum now, and not so much about the binary. Mm-hmm.
0: So, do you think, William? And I, this, I know you're young, so you may not have put a lot of thought to this. Maybe you have, but do you think the the, wo- the trans woman you dated? Or was your friend? I think you said that wanted to go all the way with um, gender confirmation surgery. Yeah, that that's a great way to say it. That that she was crazy because, or I think that's the word you used, or unstable because of. Be- unstable okay, unstable would
3: be a better word. Okay, yeah.
0: Be- because of the dysphoria she was experiencing, like Remy said, or or was it something else? Was
1: she just crazy because she was uh, crazy, yeah. or or was there specifics? I, guess. I really
3: think of it was the dysphoria, but um, I, I'm not inside her mind. Got it. I I yeah,
2: and everybody needs to go through the work as far as transition, and that goes for trans amorous and trans attracted men and trans amorous women, or, or anybody making that big of a transition in their life. You got to do the work. You got to yeah. go get the therapy. Yeah. You have to come to terms with it within yourself, uh, so that you can present yourself in a proud, confident manner in society. And and she just had done the work. I don't think it had anything to do with her desire to be post op or uh, pre op. But the the just she just had done the work. Story yet. that she dealing, had at the time. And, yeah. yeah.
1: And and yeah. Personal story and and situation.
2: I mean, there was definitely a point in my life where I was crazy, Mm -hmm. but it's not because I was crazy; it's because I hadn't done the work yet. Mm -hmm. And I was really stressed, and I didn't know what to do, and I was really fearful about society and
1: what am I going to do? And that's a lot of pressure, and so you break down. But
2: then I did the work.
0: Right on. Right.
1: And see again, every woman's different because I didn't have those experiences in that same way.
0: Well, see that, and that's the interesting thing because I know another a trans woman in Philippines who is totally fine with her penis. And she has none of these issues. She's just living her life, doing her thing, and enjoying every moment of it. And even in the even in the bedroom, there is no issue with her.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, the Philippines is also, you know, a much different true a n- much different society than the United States. Yeah. For instance, they don't even have gender pronouns. In the I Philippines. There's know. no there's no he. There's no she. It's just I did not know yeah. That. Hmm. I I work with a couple. Of, uh, one of Filipino guy, and he's like he messes up people's pronouns all the time because they always Cause he new. doesn't have any. Yeah. yeah. They're not used to it. Huh. So.
0: Interesting. So Jonathan, um, uh, sorry, William, <laughs> Jonathan was our last guest. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what do you, so as I, I really want to stick to the fact that you're, you're so young and, and the unique fresh perspective you're bringing into the world, you and your generation. Do you, what do you see as the future of the transgender community? Like
3: de- as far as what well
0: like right now one would a lot of people would say that the current president is going and I'm not making this about the president that the current president is going to make it much harder for trans people and and um, the the work that people my age who are transgender have done to pave the way for the future generations is going to be obliterated um, and so I'm curious if you've if you thought about this relative to your transamory and the, the objects of your... You know, I say objects of affection. I don't mean to objectify trans women when I say it that way, but it's just like a traditional way of saying the people you are affectionate towards. Mm-hmm. I guess okay. I'm fine with it. Okay. So the, the people that you are <laughs> affectionate towards, <coughs> um, uh, I wonder if uh, you think about, you know, how, how it's going to be for them in the future, like over the next eight years. Do you have any idea or... Does your, does your generation have an idea about this? Is it going to get, do you think it's going to get better? Because there's so many of you, people like you who really don't give a f- flying flip about the fact that a girl has a penis or, or what?
3: Um, I think personally that, um, it is, I think definitely it's going to get harder, but, um, it always gets harder before it gets better. But, um, as far as like, um, like what do you mean? Like, a I guess the idea of it, or like um, as far as transitioning or whatnot, like uh, getting like hormones or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think there's there is, <coughs> for example, um, Obama passed the legislation, which allowed gays to marry. Is that right? Gay people to marry. Did he do that? Yeah, he uh-huh. did do that. And then he he also he also he's laughing at me. He also passed. Didn't he just recently pass legislation about Transgender people like bathrooms or something like that? What was he,
2: th- he <coughs> mandated an executive order that said that all federal employees and federal contractors would be provided with transgender health care. Thank you. Which yes. is like especially, you know, now with the new uh, the change for POTUS, we have that pro- especially for contractors is going to be scaled back. In fact, a lot of people are probably gonna lose their trans trans inclusive health care. So I and wonder, I w-
1: that makes me wonder how Oregon's gonna really go too.
0: Well, then he also he also authorized transgender people to serve openly in the military.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so and that
2: that came down from the Department of Defense, you know, more so. But uh, but it was said, you know, um, Secretary Carter, who was the Secretary of Defense, mandated that all branches of military would have trans inclusive service members, and they'd be afforded all of. All of the things they need in order to serve that came from Carter specifically, but the rumor is that President Obama said, "You will do this." Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: So, so my my point, um, William, is that from where I stand as an old geezer <laughs> <laughs> who's transamorous and seeing all the advances that the, that the transgender community has had under Obama, the the potential of that all being rolled back to a significant degree, I think, is relatively high. And I know that trans people are freaking out.
1: Well, yeah, I think a lot of trans people are, are freaking out because they don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, and we don't know where it's all going to go and how much <coughs> is going to be taken away from us. And and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there is that fear. But the potentials of it not being so bad are also there. Well, right. You know, and like,
0: truthfully. Right. And William is saying, William said he he shared a story that has so much power, which is... um. How did he say it? Things are things get are going to get worse, but they always get better. Is that things what you get saying? worse before they get before better. they Oops. get better? Yes, and so that's a powerful story. And and I don't personally think a lot of people have that story in their library, internal library of stories. And so I'm I'm just surprised, not surprised, uh, gladdened that William has mm-hmm. that story. Um, and I wonder if it's a story that c- that is that comes along with the fact that he's younger
1: i think it does i think the younger generation has something different i think they come into this world different i do too there's a lot more youth that are coming out in their transition and in their and their gender identities and and however we want to phrase that right a lot more youth a lot more schools a lot more you know what i mean Mm -hmm. people are or are coming out a lot younger Mm -hmm. transitioning a lot younger Mm -hmm. i mean Children yeah. are transition. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that that never would have happened I, I, in in such a large scale, you know, in, in the past. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so um, William, do you?
1: But I think they're being born that way. Well, they are being born I, that I way. Think, I'm, I'm think, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna do anyway.
0: It's okay. You can if you want uh, to. No,
1: I think I personally <coughs> believe spiritually that these beings, these entities, these human beings, these souls that are being born now you know we've had our rainbow children we've had our crystal children we've had our indigo children yep. right now we've got this new like spirit that's coming into the world that is is here to make huge changes and I think a lot of them are coming into the world non-binary yeah in in their emotion and in their internal self They're, you know to help change the world like you know what I mean they're coming here to make a difference whether they realize it or not the, it's my personal belief. And
2: see, I just to offer a counterpoint, I would disagree with that completely. I think that uh, my argument would be that the exact same amount of transgender children are coming into the world, but t- in today's society, they're being provided the opportunity to come out safely. You know, 30, 40 years ago, if a child, a young boy came out in mom's dress, he was probably going to get a whooping for that, or at worse. very least. Yeah. And now, when a young boy comes out in mom's dress, they celebrate it. And that provides an atmosphere, to be honest and genuine, that just simply wasn't there before. It wasn't safe before, and it's safe now, and that would be my argument why you're seeing more. Very interesting.
1: These are the children of the indigo and the rainbow <coughs> and the crystal children. These are our children, you know what I mean? So we came in with a different perspective than our parents did, I, and I just think it continues to roll that way. Interesting. Yeah, of course, it's personal, yeah, yeah. personal feelings.
0: William, what do you think? Did you hear everything we just said? <laughs> he's zoned out. He's out and He's. out. Know,
2: do you um, feel safe to be yourself? I think would be a good question. And if you do, do you think that came from within you or do you think that came from the way you were raised in your society?
3: It just came from within me. It's like I always say, if you're not yourself, then who are you?
2: Okay, so you're saying that if you... know you, unicorn. To be to be trans attracted, if, if it wasn't safe and your friend said, I don't want to be friends with you anymore and your family said, you got to go, you wouldn't back off from that?
3: Oh, no, my family's saying that now. Yeah. <laughs> like my mom.
2: Yeah. Okay, but they they're not doing it. They're just saying. No, it. well, they're
3: they're oh, they're, they're, they're doing, doing
0: it. Yeah. Oh, they're doing it? Yeah. I wasn't going to talk about that part, but we can talk oh, about wow. it. Oh, yeah. wow. If I, if I, you're, I, you're I open understand. to talking about it, we can talk about it. Sure. Okay. Well, but well, first well. but first I want to ask where do you <clears throat> you said when when Remy asked if if it was part of your upbringing or if it's part of who you are? And Shannon. Shannon asked. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> Damn it. You guys don't look anything alike. Um <laughs> Uh, you, you, y- your answer basically was no. This is just a part of who I am. Yes. Did did so? Did you always? Do you always have have you always felt this way? Like, hey, this is who I am, and I'm just going to be this person. Yes. Wow, so, that's so awesome. Well, I commend yeah. you for your courage. Well, I I think what it what it does though is it acknowledges, not that you're wrong. It acknowledges what Remy's saying is that these people are coming into the world. Um, with a p- with a precognition, if I might say, because it's int- what's interesting about William's story is is we're we're discovering that he's he has fully accepted his. He, there was no acceptance necessary because he of his transameric because mean, he just is, and there was this spiritual experience that triggered it for him, which was this dream. And there's no wow. other, there's no more spiritual experience than a dream, in my opinion. So. Wow. Well, yes, there yes, there can but be, but that's other. a really deep one. Yes, yes very very deep. So, <clears throat> it's it's interesting. It's so, and it's right in line with the material that we provide. That, that.
1: I hope he's getting a copy because I think that would really help him in his, you yeah. know, setting his foundation in future. Because yeah. I know so he's, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah,
0: I actually, yeah, we're gonna send I'm you a. Co- you guys. We're gonna send you a copy of our of our guide. We have we write these we wrote these two guides. One's for trans women and one's for for trans amorous men, and the, the the one for men is the one we're going to send you. It's basically, it the title is how to, the trans, the man's to finding
1: guide. your transgendered partner. Yes, you wrote the book. I know, <laughs> but it's been
0: so long <laughs> since I talked about. It. But anyway, in inside of it, it it details a a specific um, way of thinking that that will allow a trans amorous man to find. His partner, without having to try to find the person, and this, this same
3: one hundred percent guarantee. I'm yeah, sure actually, yeah. yes. yeah,
0: there yeah. is a hundred percent guarantee, yeah. And but you got to do the work. You got to do the work. Um, I'll take two
1: copies. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you'll get the guide and you'll get the worksheet. Yes,
0: exactly. And and the the and the same process or the same steps will work for any any aspect in your of your life. And the reason why we can guarantee it is because the three of us use it and we've we are where we are. We've done what we've done and so and we're doing what we're doing.
1: And we continue to see it proving itself That's
0: right so um, how long have we gone? Oh we're 36 uh, minutes we could actually you got to go huh yeah um, so William, um, as a young transamorous man who has accepted his trans actually accepting's not the right word for him who acknowledge who, ag- who is transamorous and is full out there regardless as to the external circumstances, what advice would you give? other men who are struggling Great question struggling to um, deal with their rea- their fact the fact that they're transamorous, but are scared or insecure about living that reality
3: just I guess um, like zero was, was a big problem for me but I would say like let's um, get in tune of what you like and um, just accept it. there's nothing wrong with that you know like what you like. Getting in tune with yourself, no, what you like. accepting <laughs> it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's what you like, right? Very cool. Well, um, thank you so much for being on the show, William. We're gonna we're gonna end here with a sponsor message.
1: The show is brought to you by the Velvet Rope, Portland's premier adult sex positive social club. You can find them at www.thevelvetropepdx.com. Dot com. And if you mention that you heard about them from us, they will give you fifty percent off your membership fees. So next time you're in Portland, hit
0: them up. Is he old enough to come to the Velvet Rule? You said he you're 22. 22. Yes, you are. He 22. just barely made it. Yes, he is. Running away. And then for the transamorous men out there who are watching um, William testify, step up. It's time for you to own your transamory like own William, it. Like own William has. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when you do, your life will get better. You'll lose a lot of stress, and things will just go your way. Okay. Thanks, William, for being on the show. William, thank you, you, you so much.
1: You've been, you brought such a fresh perspective. Yeah, like we're we're actually kind of mind blown. We kind of Yeah, so we appreciate much. it. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> all right, see you later. Bye. 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 Thank you. Be a guest on the Trans Amherst Network podcast. Send an email to info at You've been listening to the Trans Amherst Network podcast. The Transamorous Network podcast is a broadcast property of the Transamorous Network. Listen to the Transamorous Network podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. For more information on living a joyful, positive, and desire-fulfilled life, or finding love in relationship, family, or within yourself, visit the Transamorous Network on the web at transamorousnetwork.com, on YouTube at the Transamorous Network, or on Tumblr at transamorousnetwork.tumblr.com.